It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blackest night. Suddenly I felt myself seized by the arm. Turner drew me toward the terror. Resistance would have been useless. And moreover, what could be worse than to be abandoned without resources in this prison whose walls I could not climb? As soon as I set foot on the deck, Turner also embarked. His companion went forward to the lookout. Turner climbed down into the engine room, lighted by electric bulbs, from which not a gleam escaped outside. Robur himself was at the helm. The regulator within reach of his hand, so that he could control both our speed and our direction. As to me, I was forced to descend into my cabin, and the hatchway was fastened above me. During that night, as on that of our departure from Niagara, I was not allowed to watch the movements of the terror. Nevertheless, if I could see nothing of what was passing on board, I could hear the noises of the machinery. I had first the feeling that our craft, its bow slightly raised, lost contact with the earth. Some swerves and balancings in the air followed. Then the turbines underneath spun with prodigious rapidity, while the great wings beat with steady regularity. Thus the terror, probably forever, had left the great eyrie and launched into the air as a ship launches into the waters. Our captain soared above the double chain of the Alleghanies and without doubt he would remain in the upper zones of the air until he had left all the mountain region behind. But in what direction would he turn? Would he pass in flight across the plains of North Carolina, seeking the Atlantic Ocean? Or would he head to the west to reach the Pacific? Perhaps he would seek to the south the waters of the Gulf of Mexico. When day came how should I recognize which sea we were upon, if the horizon of water and sky encircled us on every side. Several hours passed, and how long they seemed to me! I made no effort to find forgetfulness in sleep. Wild and incoherent thoughts assailed me. I felt myself swept over worlds of imagination as I was swept through space by an aerial monster. At the speed which the terror possessed, whither might I not be carried during this interminable night? I recalled the unbelievable voyage of the Albatross, of which the Weldon Institute had published an account, as described by Mr. Prudent and Mr. Evans. What Robur the Conqueror had done with his first airship, he could do even more readily with this quadruple machine. At length the first rays of daylight brightened my cabin. 
Would I be permitted to go out now, to take my place upon the deck as I had done upon Lake Erie? I pushed upon the hatchway. It opened. I came halfway out upon the deck. All about was sky and sea. We floated in the air above an ocean, at a height which I judged to be about a thousand or twelve hundred feet. I could not see Robur, so he was probably in the engine-room. Turner was at the helm, his companion on the lookout. Now that I was upon the deck, I saw what I had not been able to see during our formal nocturnal voyage, the action of those powerful wings which beat upon either side at the same time that the screws spun beneath the flanks of the machine. By the position of the sun, as it slowly mounted from the horizon, I realized that we were advancing toward the south. Hence, if this direction had not been changed during the night, this was the Gulf of Mexico which lay beneath us. A hot day was announced by the heavy livid clouds which clung to the horizon. These warnings of a coming storm did not escape the eye of Robur when, toward eight o'clock, he came on deck and took Turner's place at the helm. Perhaps the cloud-bank recalled to him the water-spout in which the albatross had so nearly been destroyed, or the mighty cyclone from which he had escaped only as if by a miracle above the Antarctic sea. It is true that the forces of nature which had been too strong for the albatross might easily be evaded by this lighter and more versatile machine. It could abandon the sky where the elements were in battle, and descend to the surface of the sea and if the waves beat against it there too heavily, it could always find calm in the tranquil depths. Doubtless, however, there were some signs by which Robur, who must be experienced in judging, decided that the storm would not burst until the next day. He continued his flight, and in the afternoon, when we settled down upon the surface of the sea, there was not a sign of bad weather. The terror is a sea-bird an albatross or frigate-bird, which can rest at will upon the waves. Only we have this advantage, that fatigue has never any hold upon this metal organism, driven by the inexhaustible electricity. The whole vast ocean around us was empty. Not a sail, nor a trail of smoke, was visible even on the limits of the horizon. Hence our passage through the clouds had not been seen and signalled ahead. The afternoon was not marked by any incident. The terror advanced at easy speed. What her captain intended to do, I could not guess. If he continued in this direction, we should reach some one of the West Indies, or beyond that, at the end of the Gulf, the shore of Venezuela or Colombia. But when night came, perhaps we would again rise in the air to clear the mountainous barrier of Guatemala and Nicaragua, and take flight toward Island X, somewhere in the unknown regions of the Pacific. Evening came. The sun sank in a horizon red as blood. The sea glistened around the terror, which seemed to raise a shower of sparks in its passage. There was a storm at hand. Evidently our captain thought so. Instead of being allowed to remain on deck, I was compelled to re-enter my cabin, and the hatchway was closed above me. In a few moments from the noises that followed I knew that the machine was about to be submerged. In fact, five minutes later, we were moving peacefully forward through the ocean's depths. Thoroughly worn out, 
less by fatigue than by excitement and anxious thought. I fell into a profound sleep, natural this time, and not provoked by any soporific drug. When I awoke, after a length of time which I could not reckon, the terror had not yet returned to the surface of the sea. This manoeuvre was executed a little later. The daylight pierced my porthole, and at the same moment I felt the pitching and tossing to which we were subjected by a heavy sea. I was allowed to take my place once more outside the hatchway, where my first thought was for the weather. A storm was approaching from the northwest. Vivid lightning darted amid the dense black clouds. Already we could hear the rumbling of thunder echoing continuously through space. I was surprised, more than surprised, frightened, by the rapidity with which the storm rushed upward toward the zenith. Scarcely would a ship have had time to furl her sails to escape the shock of the blast before it was upon her. The advance was as swift as it was terrible. Suddenly the wind was unchained with unheard-of violence, as if it had suddenly burst from this prison of cloud. In an instant a frightful sea arose. The breaking waves, foaming along all their crests, swept with their full weight over the terror. If I had not been wedged solidly against the rail, I should have been swept overboard. There was but one thing to do, to change our machine again into a submarine. It would find security and calm at a few dozen feet beneath the surface. To continue to brave the fury of this outrageous sea was impossible. Robur himself was on deck, and I awaited the order to return to my cabin, an order which was not given. There was not even any preparation for the plunge. With an eye more burning than ever, impassive before this frightful storm, the captain looked it full in the face, as if to defy it, knowing that he had nothing to fear. It was imperative that the terror should plunge below without losing a moment. Yet Robur seemed to have no thought of doing so. No, he preserved his haughty attitude as of a man who in his immeasurable pride believed himself above or beyond humanity. Seeing him thus, I asked myself with almost superstitious awe, if he were not indeed a demoniacal being, escaped from some supernatural world. A cry leaped from his mouth, and was heard amid the shrieks of the tempest and the howlings of the thunder. I, Robur, Robur, the master of the world! He made a gesture which Turner and his companions understood. It was a command, and without any hesitation these unhappy men, insane as their master, obeyed it. The great wings shot out, and the airship rose as it had risen above the falls of Niagara. But if on that day it had escaped the might of the cataract, this time it was amidst the might of the hurricane that he attempted our insensate flight. The airship soared upward into the heart of the sky, amid a thousand lightning flashes, surrounded and shaken by the burst of thunder. It steered amid the blinding, darting lights, courting destruction at every instant. Robur's position and attitude did not change. With one hand on the helm, the other on the speed regulators, while the great wings beat furiously, he headed his machine toward the very center of the storm where the electric flashes were leaping from cloud to cloud. 
I must throw myself upon this madman to prevent him from driving his machine into the very middle of this aerial furnace. I must compel him to descend, to seek beneath the waters, a safety which was no longer possible, either upon the surface of the sea, or in the sky. Beneath, we could wait until this frightful outburst of the elements was at an end. Then, amid this wild excitement my own passion, all my instincts of duty arose within me. Yes, this was madness. Yet must I not arrest this criminal whom my country had outlawed, who threatened the entire world with this terrible invention? Must I not put my hand on his shoulder and summon him to surrender to justice? Was I or was I not Strock, Chief Inspector of the Federal Police? Forgetting where I was, one against three, uplifted in mid-sky above a howling ocean, I leaped toward the stern, and in a voice which rose above the tempest, I cried as I hurled myself upon Robur, In the name of the law, I— Suddenly the terror trembled, as if from a violent shock. All her frame quivered, as the human frame quivers under the electric fluid. Struck by the lightning in the very middle of her powerful batteries, the airship spread out on all sides, and went to pieces. With her wings fallen, her screws broken, with bolt after bolt of the lightning darting amid her ruins, the terror fell from the height of more than a thousand feet into the ocean beneath. End of chapter Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.